Wednesday night, and we are live. I hope everybody's doing good tonight. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Thanks for coming on. Just real quick, we got to go. Of course, I want to go over two things in the purely political realm for just a moment. Of course, we got to look at the Brittany Grimer thing. Jordan Choctel tweet published full details here. If you look at the bottom, evidence indicates there's been an article written by dossiersubstack.com that all the evidence seems to indicate that this was indicates Biden administration picked. It wasn't. It wasn't necessarily, of course, who was more available. It was who was more politically expedient. That the Biden administration actually picked uh, Brittany Griner and pictured there over Paul Whelan, uh, former Marine. Marines don't like to be called former Marines, but for sake of kind, he's no longer in the Marine, active duty in the Marine Corps. But former Marine, both of them arrested under charges that would be minor in the United States, major in Russia. But of course, we're getting Brittany Griner back. Here's the pics. Here's Paul. Here's Paul Whelan. This is decorated. Obviously, I don't know what all the medals are. I should have brought, asked Will. But we have a, a, a decorated military veteran right there, Paul Whelan, left behind. And this is who we actually get. Go to the next pick. This is who we get. Now, why do we get Brittany Griner instead of Paul Whelan? You guys can, if you see fit, flip the pictures back and forth. Why is it that we get Brittany Griner instead of Paul Whelan? Why, why would that be? Because exactly what Jesse Kelly said on the pregame. Because there's certain boxes. I'm going to have to come up with this, how many boxes there are that you need to check to actually be politically accepted by the globalist left, of which I put this out on Twitter. Always remember that the mainstream media are whores for the Democratic Party, and the Democratic Party is a whore for the World Economic Forum, the globalist left. So whatever boxes that are deemed to be an attribute to you by the globalist left, by the Democratic Party, We'll ensure that you are never prosecuted. We'll ensure that you're never uh, that you never get uh, called names. That you will get jobs in the swamp. All you know, I can go on and on. But those various boxes are black, uh, Hispanic, of course, no white at all. Women actually check a box, but mainly no longer white women. But there's certain boxes. This isn't for me again. I'm, they call me a racist anyway. But you see, I'm I'm not afraid of being called names. I'm not afraid of that. We need to remember all the names that Jesus was called and you just have to just not worry about it because if the one that saved the world from their sin was habitually called names by the ruling elite, then you need to stop worrying about being called names. What's true is true. Well, you know, if, if uh, you know, they call you names of the opposite of what's true, then who cares what they say? But it's not for me. It's got nothing to do with color. I don't, I don't really care. I don't, you know, you notice now it's funny to watch all of Hollywood actually uh, politicize themselves out of jobs because every commercial now has gay couples. Every commercial has to have um, a certain color here, a certain color there, only this amount of white people, whatever it is. For me, it's always just the best. If the best pilot is Hispanic, hire him. If the best pilot is white, hire him. If the best pilot is female, hire her. If the best president is Hispanic, elect him. If the best president is black, elect him, whatever. If the best president is female, elect her. If the best president is black, female, elect her. I don't really care. And that that deems me a racist. Being colorblind deems me a racist. It's fine. But Brittany Griner right here pictured, she checks all the boxes. Not all the boxes, but many of the boxes that... that, enable you to have elite status in the leftist globalist culture that everybody who put a mask on everybody that was vaccinated everybody that's social distance everybody who calls a man a woman and a woman a man everybody who who's a christian who believes that they're full of compassion well really they should just say i'm they're full of compliance see she checks many boxes she's black 
she's a drug user. She's a lesbian. She got she got caught in possession of cannabis, you know, cannabis oil in in Russia. She should not have ever gotten 10 years or anything like that. I don't think she should have gotten 10 months. I don't think she should have gotten 10 days. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that that's she's called a national hero, a national treasure, quote from Karine Jean-Pierre. And she was arrested for uh, possession of an illegal substance. By the way, no matter how many states legalize marijuana slash cannabis in the United States, it's still against the law. It doesn't matter because federally. It's under federal jurisdiction. It's against the law. So that's what we would rather have her because she checks all the boxes instead of a white male Marine, former Marine, a veteran of the United States military. We'd rather have Brittany Griner than him because he doesn't check any boxes. He's actually negative. It's not that he doesn't check boxes. He takes away boxes. He's white. No box for that. Uh, military veteran. No box. No, no box for that. No value in this man whatsoever. But all the value goes to Brittany Griner. Just so you know, that's the country that we live in right now. This is, this is, and I'm going to get to this in a minute, why we need to be talking about ever, ever getting, are we ever going to have another Republican elected president? If we don't change things, we won't. You will never see another Republican elected in a blue state or, or, a, or a purple state as a senator ever again unless we change things. And the reason why our country is the way that it is is because the Democratic Party is a whore for the World Economic Forum. That's it. I mean, we are never going, nothing's going to change ever because see, uh, Paul Whelan is, is somebody who stands against, I don't even know what his politics are, but just pictured in his picture stands against all of the attributes of the world economic forum, what the world economic forum, i.e. the democratic party thinks are attributes. He's he, he doesn't have any of their attributes. Here's an interesting pick from Donald Trump Jr. The same administration pushing gun control here at home. Of course, you know, they decided to various gun control in, 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 in cooperation with Mitch McConnell and John Cornyn out of Texas, pushing their red flag laws. And many red states are refusing and many sheriff's offices are refusing to follow them. And that's exactly what they should be because it's against the Second Amendment of the Constitution. The same administration pushing gun control here at home, making it harder for law-abiding citizens to defend themselves and their families, just released an international arms dealer who conspired to kill Americans. Just let that sink in. Yeah, they, you see, once again, they have no concern for your life, whether it's COVID, whether it's climate change. They say that their concern in those two areas are your life because both of those are existential threats to your life, according to them. But they all live an abject hypocrisy of all of it. Flying around their private jets, never masked. I believe fake vaxxed. They fly around in just abject hypocrisy. They don't care who, they don't care that criminals have guns because criminals are Democrats. Criminals, criminals are far more likely to be Democrats, i.e. they are marked as an attribute. They check a box. Criminality is an attribute according to the World Economic Forum. So they're fine with them having guns because they actually want them to escalate crime. Yeah, they're just being used. And again, they're just, uh, again, just whores, just whores for the World Economic Forum, just like Democratic Party is, just like every um, uh, ignorant Democrat who actually votes for their own demise. You see lots of, it, it's funny too because you see, all of these people moving out of New York City and they're moving to Los Angeles. Think about how stupid that is. They're fleeing New York City, who's, of course, under Eric Adams, under Kathy Hochul as the governor, governor, mayor. And they move to L.A., who just elected a, a, you know, a complete communist as their mayor, but under Gavin Newsom as the governor. So they're fleeing that which they're moving into and then will vote for that which they're fleeing from. 
That's that's just who these people are. And it's just, again, I use abject, and that's abject ignorance. So here you have, they say they're for gun control, but he is letting out that only gun control, if you're a conservative, not if you're a criminal, if you're a conservative, then, of course, they want gun control. They, they always have their guns. They always have their, securities, uh, their, their security details. They've always got their walls. No walls, no guns for you, walls and guns for them. So that's why you see this. This, this just, again, the abject hypocrisy, this unbelievable hypocrisy. So here's a little story about who they let loose. Now, who they let loose was the merchant of death. His name is Victor Bout, B-O-U-T, Victor Bout. He's, he's named the merchant of death. This is a Carry America video. The merchant of death, Victor Bout, it's actually from 60 Minutes at one point, is one of the most dangerous men on the face of the earth. That came from 60 Minutes. Yet we traded him for an American-hating, third-rate basketball player, which is absolutely true. Play it for me, Will. Past week, they brought him to New York to face terrorism charges. Tonight, those at the heart of Operation Relentless, a sting that spanned three continents, tell the story behind it for the first time. Victor Boot, uh, in, in my eyes, um, is one of the most dangerous men on the face of the earth. On the face of the earth. Without a doubt. AK-47s, not by the thousands, but by the tens of thousands. So he weaponizes civil war in Africa. He transformed these young adolescent warriors into uh, insidious, mindless, maniacally driven killing machines that operated with assembly line efficiencies. has indicted him on four terror-related charges, including conspiracy to kill Americans. What makes him a threat to the United States? He is a shadow facilitator. He's arming not only designated terrorist groups, uh, insurgent groups, but he's also arming very powerful drug trafficking cartels uh, around the globe. This is the Lord of War, the Merchant of Death. Right. And you've got him in your hands. Right, he's in custody. It's a great feeling. Yeah, they're talking about him being in custody. It's a great feeling. They just traded him for Brittany Griner, a woman who was arrested for marijuana possession in, in Russia. That, that's who we got. So people who are against gun control just let loose of a... Somebody who arms, basically, he's, uh, the, the various names, Lord of, I can't remember, Lord of whatever it was, Mitch, Merchant of Death, and, and somebody who arms various, I'm sure, adversaries of the United States around the world, around the world, it just got, that's, that's who was released for Brittany Griner. Truly unbelievable, truly hypocritical. Now let's go on to the next subject here. Now here, here's a gateway pundit pick, just so everybody knows what's really happening here. Kevin McCarthy used FDX money, funding to sway GOP primaries and take out MAGA favorite Madison Cawthorn. And he was not the only one that FTX money was used against. Not by the Democrats, by the Republicans. You need to understand the enemy within. And once again, I put this out to you. You need to know, and this is from Dan Bongino, every, uh, most Republicans in D.C. are actually Democrats, but not one Democrat is actually a Republican. Always remember that. that's why we need a full scale flushing of the Democratic Party. Let me go over this real quick with you now. Why did Herschel Walker? Why did he lose? Why did he? Why did he lose to Raphael Warnock? This isn't. I don't have any of this, guys. This is just out of my up top of my head. Why did he lose? For the four reasons: no money, no message, corrupt elections, and the establishment GOP. Who was? Who was actually? Who was? Who was actually campaigning with Herschel Walker in Georgia? Lindsey Graham. Mitch McConnell, you think that MAGO Republicans, who did they ban from even coming into contact with Herschel Walker? 
Marjorie Taylor Greene, whose district actually turned out one of the best, if not the best, for Herschel Walker. She was banned from campaigning with him because Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McConnell, and Lindsey Graham believe that she's toxic, toxic. Or do they actually want Raphael Warnock to win? See, it's, it's a wormhole that you could spend three hours in. Do they actually want Herschel Walker to win? Or do they want to usher forward the leftist agenda? Again, the synergistic false, synergistic tension inside of D.C. You can see now we all need to understand. What, what do I mean by that? What I mean is, and if you watch this podcast, you've heard this 20 or 30 times before. I'll go, I'll make it brief. What they want you to believe is that there's people that are there fighting for you. That's what Lindsey Graham wants you to think. That's what Mitch McConnell wants you to think. Ben Sass, Mitch, uh, uh, Mitt Romney, Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, and, mo and most others. John Cornyn, Rob Portman. All of them are actually Democratic leftists. They really are. They're really, Ben Sass gets primarily voted in by Democrats, not Republicans, who's now going to be the president of the University of Florida. Watch that institution go further downhill than it is right now, quickly. But what they want you to believe is that people are there fighting for you. Because if you didn't believe that, you would be like, you know what? We've got to get in our own people. You'd be like, we, we've got to, and, and what they want to do is they want to make the leftist globalist narrative slash agenda palatable for you as they assimilate you slowly into it. I mean, you, $31 trillion in debt or, or you know, you, you look at what's going on with the wokeness inside of our military. Uh, I, I can use countless examples, assimilation of empty store shelves, slowly trying to lower, lower American expectations, assimilating you into being a second world country. That's what they want. Because America cannot be a Ronald Reagan shining city on hill because then all the other second and third world countries would be always wanting to be America and they can't be controlled. So they want to create an illusion for you. An illusion that they're, they're fighting for you while they usher forward the globalist leftist agenda in a palatable fashion. In other words, slowly, slowly. And, you're, and most, most Christians, most conservatives are afraid to fight against it because of the name. They'll be, they'll be called anti-science. They'll, they'll be called somebody who lacks compassion. They'll be called a hater, an anti-whatever, anti, you know, homophobe, uh, transophobe, whatever it may be male chauvinist, whatever, whatever, whatever labels they want to put on people to get them to shut up. So they know that if they usher it forward slowly enough and they know that most conservatives and most Christians, sadly, will comply because they don't want to be socially unacceptable. They know that, so they just usher it forward slowly. So when they have a McConnell and when they have a Lindsey Graham in Georgia, I mean, no MTG, no Trump. Trump wasn't allowed anywhere near uh, Herschel Walker, you know, they, didn't allow, they, didn't, they, they didn't allow DeSantis to get anywhere near him. They was allowed, DeSantis did a small ad at the very end when it was way too late. There, and, uh, Rona McDaniel, Rona, I don't, I'm not sure how she pronounced it, but Rona McDaniel, she's, she's the same way. She's actually the niece of Mitt Romney. They all know each other. They all know each other. So are, did, were they there to actually elect Herschel Walker or to actually keep Herschel Walker from being elected? Or do they still believe that establishment GOP will get people elected? I don't know which one it is, but there are four reasons why you will never, Trump will lose in 2024 unless things change. DeSantis will lose in 2024. I'm talking about if, they run, if either one runs for president. I don't care who runs for president. 
on the Republican ticket will lose. Mitch McConnell, if it's not the right person, wants them to lose. Unless it's a Bush, unless it's Jeb Bush, Mitch McConnell wants them to lose because Jeb Bush will come in and usher forward the leftist globalist narrative. Why would these so-called right-wingers or establishment Republicans want the left, the leftist globalist narrative agenda pushed forward? Why? Because they profit off of it personally. That's why. And they believe they're always going to be the bourgeois leftist elite that will never actually be touched by their own dictates, their own mandates, and their own legislation. Just like when they funded, when they, when they all voted for Obamacare. Now, a lot of Republicans allegedly voted against it, but who kept Obamacare alive? John McCain. John McCain. I mean, he's the same person as, who is best friends with John McCain? Lindsey Graham. They're all the same people. And they're globalist leftists. They all go to the World Economic Forum. That's who these people are. They're not Republicans. And you're probably thinking, well, we already know that. But here's the thing. We, what's going on in Arizona right now with Katie Hobbs and Carrie Lake. I love Carrie Lake. I believe she's awesome. I think she'd be a great vice president, a great president, a great governor, a great congresswoman, whatever great senator. She's awesome. But it's all too late now. It doesn't matter what you do. She, she filed a major federal lawsuit today. Even if she wins, she can't win. They, they can't overturn an election once it's certified. And, what, and the thing is, you're like, well, it's all, but it's all criminal. I know, but there's nothing you can do about it when a court won't hear the case. That's exactly what happened in 2020. They always talk about that Trump lost every court case. Trump never got a court case. And every court case he actually did get, he wins. For lack of standing, they turned away 21 states from the, from, from the SCOTUS, from the Supreme Court of the United States of America, turned away 20 to 21 states, Texas being one of them, saying that they lacked standing when they wanted to challenge Pennsylvania, how Pennsylvania counted their votes. How did they lack standing when Pennsylvania was electing a president that affects those 21 states? But now it's too late. Unless this is done, this is why you, we can't have Rona McDaniel being in charge of... The, of the RNC anymore. We can't. We it, Harmeet Dillon is running for chairperson of the RNC. She'll run the RNC. That's who needs to go. That's who needs to win. Kevin McCarthy cannot be Speaker of the House. Well, he's the most electable. We'll have some consensus. We need to choose mayhem over a slow, horrible decline. Mayhem. Let the chips fall where they may. It, what's the difference? If you're going the same direction anyway, because people will always elect... Uh, Kevin McCarthy, well, he'll usher some of our, st- our stuff forward. And then, you know, he'll, he'll block some of what the Democrats want to do while he mainly agrees with the Democrats, lives with Democratic pollster Frank Luntz. But unless these four things change, four things, no money. What was Herschel? Herschel Walker was outspent two to one by Raphael Warnock. 17 million to 50 million. So it was even more than that. Something along those lines. 17 million to 42 million, something along. But he was more than doubled by Raphael Warnock. How is that possible? The RNC has no money. Rana's got to go. No message. What was Herschel Walker's message? Can anybody name it in this room? Can you name it on the who are watching right now? What was Herschel Walker's message? He didn't have one. He had no message. He's running with Lindsey Graham. His campaign, I don't know about Herschel, but if it, listen, no more uh, excuses for these people. Like Trump makes bad decisions, you know, Having Kanye meeting with Kanye West and Nick Fuentes is right there. I mean, this should never happen. There's no excuses for it. None. It's not, you know, Trump needs to have better people around. No, Trump needs to make better decisions. You don't meet with Kanye West. Enough is enough with excusing it. And the same thing here with Herschel Walker. You don't let Marjorie Taylor Greene, one of the most popular politicians in Georgia, anywhere near your campaign because the RNC, Rana, 
says no. Lindsey Graham says no. Kevin McCarthy says no. Mitch McConnell, well, look at what you win. And all that happens is these consultants and these politicians get richer and richer and richer because the Democrats want Lindsey Graham. He'll always win. They want Mitch McConnell. He'll always win. They want him in there. These are Democratic Party shows. Tom, that's too harsh. Prove me wrong. Mitch McConnell just forwarded and voted for red flag laws, along with John Cornyn, who's another Democratic Party shill. But in let, no money, no message, corrupt elections. And here, let me just cover that real quick. In the establishment GOP, those are the four things. Last time I'll say those four things. Now, what do I mean by corrupt elections? A lot of times they're not actually corrupt. There's voting, there's vote harvesting, ballot harvesting laws that are legal. We don't do any of them. Nothing. Where it's legal, where and when it's legal, and it's legal in many states in a limited capacity or even a full capacity in California. We don't do any of it. Where we do, do it. We win. Where we run our elections and where everything is legal, we have to show an ID, i.e. Florida, we have Republican landslides. And what Democrat even complained about the elections in Florida? Did anybody? Anybody complain? Any court cases? No, they can't because it is 100% fraud proof in Florida. Now, 100% I know is an exaggeration. But for statistical purposes, it's 100% fraud proof in Florida. Not even the Democrats are challenging the elections of which Ron DeSantis won by 20%. And Herschel Walker in Georgia loses by 4%. It makes absolutely no sense with essentially the same demographic. But in some states, harvesting ballots is legal. We need to be doing it. Herschel Walker was down by 30% in early voting. 30, you can't overcome that, Everest. I didn't quite say it on Twitter. I wanted to. I wanted to say it was over, but I didn't want to be negative. And I didn't want to cause people, you know, I'm not saying I have this giant audience, but I didn't want to cause anybody not to vote. But you can't overcome 30%. Republicans vote on one day. Every, vote for one day, Democrats vote for 30, at least. Whenever early voting starts, they, that's why they, they, they ban uh, the debates between Oz and Fetterman in, in, uh, in Pennsylvania because all the Democrats voted early, and a lot of them wouldn't have never voted for, for Fetterman. They, they, didn't, they actually saw him debate, but they knew, let's just push this off long enough, all the Democrats vote early. They go and harvest those early votes. The Republicans do none of that. And they depend on a giant game day, i.e. Carrie Lake in Arizona. Not her personally, but just the Republicans. That care. And, and the Republicans most of the time are not for you. It, I could spend four hours on this, but the Republicans, even the Republicans that are in charge of campaigns, in charge of elections in certain areas, they're actually Democrats. I mean, it really are. They're actually Democrats put in position by Democrats. As acting as Republicans, but we have, well, listen. We have got to wherever and where, wherever and whenever it is legal, we have to harvest ballots. We need to uh, vote early. All of those things. We need to harvest those early votes wherever and whenever it's legal, or we are going to lose over and over and over again. Here's one of the reasons why we lose. And I don't. You guys don't have any of this. I just got this right before. I had to pull it off of Twitter because more information has come out of Twitter, Barry, from Barry Weiss this time, instead of Matt Taibbi. This, is, this was the censorship, and this was going on, by the way, by Katie Hobbs in Arizona, where they were meeting with Twitter and asking Twitter through CISA to delete, to ban Carrie Lake ads, Carrie Lake information, information about elections. Barry Weiss tweet, 
the group, this is about the group from Twitter, that decided whether to limit the reach of certain users was the strategic response team slash global escalation team. This is the name of people. This is the name of a group inside of social media. Think about this. This is is Twitter. Imagine what Zuckerberg's doing on Facebook. Because Dorsey had moments of clarity. Moments of sentience. Unlike Zuckerberg, who never does. Strategic response team slash global escalation team or CRT slash um, (coughs) GET, sorry. It often handled up to 200 cases a day. But there existed a level beyond official ticketing, beyond the rake and file moderators following the company's policy on paper. This is the site integrity policy, policy escalation support known as... (coughs) SIPs, S-I-P-P-S. This was what was going on in Twitter. This is what was going on in 2020. They were actually, you know, the FBI meeting with Twitter, the FBI meeting uh, with Facebook and suppressing information. This is third world. I know everybody knows this already, but this is the most, uh, the newest information that's come out. The secret group included head of legal policy and trust, Vijaya Gotti, the global head of trust and safety, Yoel Roth, Subsequent CEOs, Jack Dorsey and Parag Agrawal, if that's even close to how you pronounce his name, and others. This is where the biggest, most politically sensitive decisions got made. Think high follower account controversial, another Twitter employee told us. For these, there would be no ticket or anything. Where they were high follower account. No ticket, no warning, only banning. One of those accounts that rose to this level of scrutiny was Libs of TikTok, an account that was on the trends blacklist and was designated. You can find all of this on Barry Weiss's Twitter feed. She's got, I don't know how many, this is number 16 out of, out of however many she put out today on, this specific, on, on the Twitter banning, on the Twitter censorship. An account that was, was on the trends blacklist was designated as do not take action on user without consulting with SIPPS. The account which Jaya Rakik began, that's the person who runs Lives of TikTok, began in November 2020 and now boasts over 1.4 million followers, was subjected to six suspensions in 2022 alone. Rachik says each time Rachik was blocked from posting for as long as a week, but in an internal SIPPES memo, that's Twitter, from October 2022, after her seventh suspension, the committee acknowledged that Lips of TikTok has not directly engaged in behavior violative that violates a hateful con- our hateful conduct policy. So why were they? Why, if she does, if she's not doing anything that violates your hateful conduct policy, why is she being suspended? Why is she being banned like a third world banana republic? Why? Because she's not a Democrat. That's why. <clears throat> she they couldn't actually spend her because all she was putting up were posts of Democrats speaking. That's it. That's all she was putting out, and she was being suspended. And I know all this is preaching in the choir, and all of you already know this. But you have, you, I want you to know the latest information. The committee justified her suspensions internally by claiming her post encouraged online. Around, here it comes, typical Democratic Party leftist globalist playbook. I can predict it even before I read it. That there's going to be threats. You know, they're online harassment, whatever it is. Here it comes by claiming her post encouraged online harassment. There it is. 
of hospitals and medical providers by insinuating that gender-affirming health care is equivalent to child abuse or grooming. She was just showing their videos where they were speaking about lopping off penises. They, she was just showing their, their videos that they made, bragging about it. And she was suspended. <clears throat> A Democrat will never let the truth get in the way of the narrative. Compare this to what happened when Rachel herself was doxxed on November 21st, uh, 2020. A photo of her home with her address was posted in a tweet that has been has garnered more than 10,000 likes. I just wanted to go over that real quick with about Twitter. I go on and on and on about it all night, but I've got to get to more important things. We just need to know where we stand. You can't fight against an enemy you don't know. And we need to understand that basically all the information that you are, that you are that you are seeing, unless you are following the right sites, i.e. Steve Bannon, Dan Bongino, Edward Dowd, <clears throat> numerous, there's numerous others, but unless you're following the right sites, you are being lied to, and I mean habitually, hundreds of times, I mean bold-faced lie. The vaccine is going to stop transmission and infection. Never stop transmission and infection. We're going to put out vaccine mandates and vaccine passports to stop transmission and infection. Using a vaccine doesn't stop transmission or infection. One lie, it's lie after lie after lie. And every Christians consider, consider it to be, and even conservatives consider it to be compassionate to adhere to bold-faced demonic liars. Let's go into this. Pelham tweet. I put this, this is, uh, I, I, I put this together and I, this isn't directly about just about vaccinations, but I just, I put together this little, little part of the show that I just titled in my mind, man, today it's hard to be a mom. It's hard to be a mom. Pelham tweet, Jacinda Ardern's government has taken guardianship of baby Will. So they've come in, the government has gone into the hospital, I'll show you the video in a minute, and taken custody. In other words, it's not taken guardianship. They've stolen this baby. They've kidnapped, kidnapped this baby from her parents, from his parents. Why? He will be forced to use mRNA-tainted blood during his heart operation. He's scheduled for heart operation. I want to set all this up. The parents have already got multi-donors, multiple donors, lined up that have not been vaccinated. You're like, well, this sounds discriminatory. Darn right. Darn right it's discriminatory. And I'll show you why in a minute. There's sometimes there's a place for discriminatory behavior when it's going to cause somebody to be hurt physically. I don't mean discriminatory against race, color, creed, sex, or anything else. But there's times where you need to be discriminate. And this is one of them. You don't want your baby. It's a little tiny baby. And on the video that I saw, and you'll see it in just a second. He looks somewhere in the neighborhood of two. They don't want their kids' blood to be tainted with mRNA, uh, mRNA blood, mRNA tainted blood. That's the only way that I come up with it. With the cells that have been mutated in mRNA vaccinations, because they are cell altering, G, G, uh, DNA manipulating vaccinations. They've changed the cell lines inside of people. This is all now proven. It's all come out. He will be forced to use mRNA-tainted blood during his heart operation, even though the parents had hundreds of unvaccinated blood donors ready to go. So if they, if they have all the donors ready, what would be the point of kidnapping the kid? Now watch the video. Oh, wait, let me, let me show you what this is about first. Here's Peter McCullough talking. And it's a Janie video. It looks like messenger RNA. This is, this is their reasoning by not wanting their kid to have transfusions with people 
have the, have have their kid receive blood transfusions from vaccinated blood. Here are the reasons why. Play it for me, Will. What are the risks to the unvaccinated? You know, there was a recent paper. I just have it on my Substack. If if, if you want to review it, if you go to the Courageous Discourse Substack, and the first author is Helene Banoon. A former INSERM scientist. INSERM is a leading research unit in France. And Benuna summarized this. This is disturbing. It looks like the messenger RNA is transferring from the vaccinated to the unvaccinated now. Mm-hmm. And uh, in a paper by Fertig and colleagues, the messenger RNA is found circulating in blood for at least two weeks, and the curves were not going down. That's as long as they looked. Rolkin and colleagues has found messenger RNA and the vaccinated in lymph nodes for months. It looks like the body's not clearing it out. And uh, and then a recent paper, this is most disturbing, from Hannah and colleagues, JAMA, showed that the messenger RNA is in the breast milk of yes. women ill-advised who took the vaccine uh, during pregnancy or afterwards. So it's now clear, I think the messenger RNA, that's the greatest concern is, was could you actually take a vaccine inadvertently by close contact, kissing, sexual contact, breastfeeding. And it looks like the answer is yes. Now the question on the table is, how long do you wait uh, for contact? No one knows. This, the, the vaccines, the messenger RNA vaccines for short, they've never been demonstrated to actually leave the body. They look like they're permanent, uh, as well as the spike protein that's produced after them. This is very disturbing. So it's hard to guide. I was saying you know, 30 days refrain from kissing and sexual contact with a vaccinated person. But I'm now extending that to at least 90 days and uh, and conservatively maybe extend it from a, a point forward. I know there's married couples and all kinds of uh, of, of personal uh, implications there. But, but no, this messenger RNA looks like it's for keep. Every shot is accumulating in the body with no ability for the body to get rid to of it. To remove it. The vaccines, because they stay in the body so long, it looks like they do permanently install into the human genome. Mm-hmm. through recall it's called reverse transcription so this is disturbing that not only does the vaccines not get out of the body but now they're changing the human genome uh, this is shown in a human hepatoma cell line and so it's conceivable that two vaccines so there you go that, that's why they don't want their kid to get a blood transfusion using people who have received the vaccination people have received the vaccination i don't it doesn't listen i said this on sunday at church when i was preaching i'm not against you if you've been vaccinated I'm against the vaccination, period. If you've been vaccinated, you need to be prayed over immediately to be healed from this vaccination. And all the damage that it's already done, be healed also. You need to have it, you need to have it leached out of your body in Jesus' mighty name. It needs to happen right now. But this is why they don't want their child to receive a blood transfusion. They have hundreds of people lined up with this blood type. We're just ready to go. Why wouldn't they let them just, they're all waiting. You know what, here, let's give our sack of blood. You have 500 pints of blood ready to go. Why wouldn't they let them? Because it doesn't fit the narrative. It doesn't fit the totalitarian agenda. They want to control you. It's got nothing to do with the health of this child. Nothing. It has to do with your compliance. All you Christian mask wearers, conservative mask wearers, conservatives you start off your press conferences with, I just want everybody to know that I'm pro-vaccine. I took the COVID vaccination. Look at my legitimacy. You're not legitimate. You're stupid. Simple as that. This is why you're stupid. You don't think this is going to come for you just because you're compliant? Like all the, all the tyrants in history, they, just, they, they always love and adore the compliant. The compliant always receives special privileges while people sit there, oh, I'm so glad. 
that Steve Bannon and Alex Jones have been banned. I'm so glad. Yeah, wait till they ban you. No, they won't because, yeah, I'm compliant with them. No, it's just, it's just, you're just further down the ladder. They're coming for you two because they want to control you just as much as they want to control those who oppose your own leftist narrative. They want to control you too. They'll just come for us first. So here's the kid actually being kidnapped by Jacinda Ardern's police. And it doesn't matter. I'm not, they may be local, but it doesn't matter because it's all coming from Jacinda Ardern. If you watch a picture of her, by the way, I should have put it up. I thought about it. But she's slowly descending into being Gollum. Slowly but surely. You look at a picture of her. Because as you're evil, you slaughter the unborn, you force vaccinations, you're an evil lying dictator. It takes a toll on your looks. There's somebody who actually chronicled her face over the last 10 years. She's becoming Gollum. You're going to see her in the next Lord of the Rings. Well, they probably won't put her in because it's all libtard now. So here's a YouTube YouTube video. Here's the title. New Zealand authorities legally kidnap a child. Warning. Distressing content. It is is very... uh, Distressing video. New Zealand authorities have lawfully kidnapped a child from the hospital. Play it for me. And allow the baby to sleep mm-hmm. or have his pre-op checks before a surgery that's scheduled in the can't be changed. Well, it can be changed. I, I think, like, so baby needs as much rest as possible so that he can... Excuse me, what are you doing? Yeah, no, don't, don't do that, boys. Uh, hey, don't do it. Hey, stop it. Please don't do it. Hey. You guys are criminals. Yeah, you are criminals. You are conducting a criminal act here. So with the pre-op test, it needs to happen before the surgery. Hey, it won't happen tomorrow. We've been talking to you like rational people, and now you're just removed. You, you've got it. You are criminals. You, You guys are acting like criminals. You are acting like criminals. All of you are criminals. You are criminals. You are a criminal. You are a criminal. You are a criminal. And so are you. And so are you. Can you guys just give them some space, please? You are a criminal. You will not be part of the surgery tomorrow. We do not authorize any of that. I just want to tell you what's happening. No. We're not listening to what you got to say. Why did you do that? He's going to be okay. No, he is not going to be okay. We need to take him for his We need to take him and we need to do You are criminals. You will be able to see him after the surgery. You guys are criminals. You are going to be recorded in the annals of time as criminals who come in here and take babies from their mothers. Do you understand that? Do you guys are even listening to me? Do you understand that you have just kidnapped a baby from its mother without the consent of their parents? You guys have got to understand that. So there we are. Now, the reason why they don't want vaccinated tainted blood is because vaccinations called it cause antibody dependent enhancement syndrome capillary blood clotting they don't want it because what happens is this is if they can't kill you in the womb that's why they want to vaccinate six months olds for do for what a six-month-old has a zero percent chance of ever dying of covid is not a significant vector of covid has no chance of being hospitalized no chance of dying of covid so why in the world would they want them vaccinated they can't. The vaccination doesn't stop transmission and infection, which would be their only excuse. And even at that, it makes absolutely no sense. So 
here in this case here they have all the blood donors ready to go of people who aren't vaccinated that meets the parents guidelines they can simply take their blood they won't do it because they want compliance and they can't kill you in the womb they'll kill you outside the womb because these people are demonic they actually don't like they actually hate people people who hate other people that's who they are and so they what's happening all over the globe right now low testosterone levels, low sperm counts, parents, kids are being born all over the globe by the thousands per day without an immune system. It's called VAIDS. Look it up, V-A-I-D-S, VAIDS, born without an immune system. It's not a conspiracy theory. Some me making it up. It's absolutely true because these kids, if you have the father, let's say the father, and the mother. The father has antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome, doesn't even know what he does, because his cell line, his genetic material, has been mutated by an mRNA vaccination, which is the point. They're not vaccinations. They're gene therapy. They're actually body trainers. That's nothing to do. They're not injecting you with a dead cell line. That's a vaccination. They're injecting you with gene-manipulating S-spike proteins. That's what this is. And there's kids being born around the globe without an immune system because dad, let's say, or mom have already altered genetic material. And then they have sex, create a baby. And of course, you are the genetic material of your parents. So these kids are being born with antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. And these parents are concerned here that their kid will develop ADE or their kid will develop capillary blood clots. Rod Stewart's son just had a heart attack. He's 11 years old. I wonder why. That's why they don't. And so, you know what? Even though they've got all the alter and all they come them, and maybe they were compliant. I'm not going to speak any ill about these parents. Seem like they're standing up. I can tell you no one would take my kid out of the hospital room. I can tell you that. I'll leave it at that. But maybe, you know, if you don't comply the entire time, I'm not saying they did, that you don't ever get to this place where things are absolutely nonsensical and illogical, therefore they are nefarious, they're evil. It makes no sense when you have blood donors. It makes no sense at all. But its sense has got nothing to do with it because it's all about control. Here's, an, here's what's happening in America. It's the Stu Peters video from a Ghost of Anti-Lockdown Alliance. U.S. Hospital tells a 14-year-old girl to get a COVID and HPV HPV jab or no kidney transplant. Play it for me. First from a rare disorder known as senior leukin syndrome. Senior leukin syndrome is a genetic disease characterized by the gradual failure of one's kidneys and eyes. Yulia is on dialysis and requires a kidney transplant to live. Well, Yulia has been receiving care at the Duke University Medical Center in North Carolina. The family had been told by one of Duke's infectious disease directors that while he recommended getting the COVID shot, he couldn't mandate it. The director also told them that families in the past had received transplants without this vaccination before. But no, not anymore. Now Duke medical administrators are telling the Hicks family that unless Yulia is vaccinated, they will not let her receive a transplant. In fact, they're also insisting that she get an HPV vaccine. Yeah, they're demanding that a 14-year-old girl from a Christian family get a shot against an STD or they won't let her get a life-saving operation. It's demonic. And remember, we already know that these shots are the most dangerous shots ever created. Whether you think other vaccinations are worth it or not, 
They have historically at least prevented the diseases that they're supposed to. At least that's what we've been told. That's why allegedly nobody gets smallpox or measles anymore, apparently. But the COVID shots don't even do that. And Duke knows that. These shots don't stop COVID infections. We've known this for all. So there you go. Now that's happening in the United States. So it's happening in New Zealand. Not here. No, it's happening right here. A 14-year-old has to get a COVID shot. 14. Again, Axe Force Lion Eye Study. If you watch the TLP, you've heard me quote this 500 times. Axe Force Lion Eye Study. What are her odds of dying of COVID? She has a 99.997% post-infection survival rate. And yet they're insisting that she's not worthy of a kidney transplant because she's likely to die of COVID because she refuses to take a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission, doesn't stop infection, doesn't stop hospitalization, doesn't stop death. But she can't get it. She can't get a kidney transplant because she's not worth saving because she's going to die of COVID anyway. Makes absolutely no sense. Illogical, nonsensical, therefore evil. Therefore, all about control. It's just controlling these people. When you control the product, one world commerce system with a singular access point, you control the product, you control behavior. That's what they're doing. They're using COVID-19 to leverage people, climate change, to leverage people into a one world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by a tyrant or a tyrannical government. Say it every podcast, 10 times, 15 times a podcast. Do you see how it works now? You don't do what we tell you to do. Singular access point, COVID vaccination, i.e. COVID passport. I mean, vaccine passport. You don't do what we tell you to do. Therefore, nothing, nothing for you. Whatever the product is, kind of important here. Got a kidney ready for you. You save your life. You're going to live a great life for the rest of your life. Nope, because you didn't follow the narrative singular access point. That is the point behind it all. From day one, COVID capitulator, mask wearer, compassionate one you never don't call yourself a compassionate one call yourself what you are compliant one compliant one you strap masks on think it's about control listen to this one columbia bugle video disturbing story about woke military trying this is tucker carlson woke military military united states of america 14 year old can't get a kidney transplant without a covid vax disturbing story it's hard to be a mom that's the name of this segment Disturbing story about a woke woke military trying to silence concerned mother. Play it for me, Will. So a few days ago, a mother in New Jersey called Angela Redding found out that her child's elementary school was advertising something called pansexuality. And she thought this seems a little much for an elementary school, so she complained about it on Facebook. What happened next didn't used to happen in this country and never should. And we only know about it because of a substack called Chaos and Control, which broke the story. And as we read it, we thought this can't be real, but it is. So in response to Angela Redding's post, out of the blue, an army officer at Joint Base MDL, it's a nearby military base, called Angela Redding an extremist on Facebook. That officer is called Lieutenant Colonel Christopher Schilling. Schilling then wrote on Facebook that, quote, the Joint Base leadership have had the security forces working with multiple state and local law enforcement agencies to monitor the situation. What? So the military responded to a mom in an elementary school complaining about the sexualization of her own child? That's a warranted a military response under Joe Biden? Apparently it did. 
Then shortly after, the chief of the North Hanover Police Department, Robert Duff, pressured Redding to delete her Facebook post. Let that sink in. The police and the military got involved because a mom wrote something on Facebook they didn't like. Today, Joint Base MDL confirmed to this show that they, quote, notified law enforcement about the social media exchange, which is common information sharing practice among law enforcement agencies. Except, wait a second, a military base is not a, quote, law enforcement agency. The purpose of the military is to defend us from foreign enemies, not to police our Facebook posts. This is mind-boggling, and we pray someone does something about it. So you have a colonel, a mother puts out her concerns about her child being, here it is, responded to a mom in an elementary school complaining about the sexualization of her child. The military response. Where's the correction? Where's Mark Milley? Where's Lloyd Austin? Heard any corrections about this yet? A colonel from Joint Base MDL, Chris Schilling, that's his name, responded with military pressure, requesting an investigation and saying that this was the responsibility, the, 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 the base spokesman, the responsibility of law enforcement. When's the military ever been in law enforcement? Oh, they are in Beijing. We got that. The military, yeah, they are in the military as the police in Russia and in China and in, and in 1930s Germany. Yeah, we got that. But in the United States, the military now is, is now police. And, they're, and, not, and, and if they're going to police something, why aren't they policing fentanyl? or 5 million illegals that have crossed the border, or a 40% increase in violent crime, or a 25% increase in murder. No, they're concerned about a parent who probably used the word grooming. That's what they're concerned about from Mark Milley's woke military, Lloyd Austin's woke military. That's what he's concerned about. And then the police chief, in conjunction with Joint Base MDL, pressured pressured the mom to delete the, what's the police got to do with her Facebook posts? The police chief contacts the woman, this mom, I told you this segment, hard to be a mom these days. You put out there, I don't like my kid being sexualized in school. No, that's never happening. Well, we'll show you in just a minute. So the police chief contacts the mother and says, you know what, you need to delete your, delete your Facebook post. He would have received a picture of both of my butt cheeks. I mean, a close-up. That's the only response he would have gotten from me. <laughs> yeah, spread wide. That's, what, that's the response he would have gotten from me. He has no right, nor does the military. What's the, what does the military have to do with it? They've been so wokeified by Mark Milley, they believe this is their mission now. Not Russians, not, China, not Chinese, nothing. Not worried about any of that. Not worried about securing borders. Not worried, about, not worried about strategic defense. They're worried about moms posting on Facebook. That's our military, which is why we need to be winning elections. And I won't digress to that. But that's why we need to change those four things that I mentioned earlier. Though there's nothing bad happening in schools, right? I know that I'm preaching to the choir and we know lots of bad things are happening in schools. But let's just take, let's, let's play literally devil's advocate for a moment. And say, oh, nothing bad's happening in schools because the devil's the father of lies. So we'll just play devil's advocate in just a minute. Is that true? Well, here's the latest Project Veritas video that's come out. Breaking, Dean of Students brags, get ready now. Hope I can get through this. Brags about, without laughing, bringing in LGBTQ plus health center to teach queer sex to minors. Passing around dildos and butt plugs. 
Kids are just playing with them using lube versus using spit. That's a really like cool part of my job. Play it for me. I had like our LGBTQ plus health center come in. They were passing around butt plugs and dildos to my students, talking about queer sex, using lube versus using spit. Meet Joe Bruno, Dean of Students at the prestigious Francis W. Parker Private School in Chicago, which happens to charge $40,000 per student. They're just like passing around dildos, butt plugs. The kids are just playing with them. They're like, how do you, how does this butt plug work? How do we do like, how does this work? That's a really like cool part of my job. Parents might be stunned to learn that Bruno's version of love and acceptance means handing out sex toys to underage students. So I've been the dean for four years. During Pride, we do a Pride week every year. And I had, um, I had like our LGBTQ plus health center come in. They were passing around butt plugs and dildos to my students, talking about queer sex, using lube versus using spit. Who is this? This is uh, an LGBTQ plus health center came in to talk to my high school students. Nice. They're just like passing around dildos, butt plugs. The kids are just playing with them, They're looking at them. In the school? In, in a classroom. Wow. Yeah. While well, I'm sitting there. And we had a drag queen come in, um, pass out cookies and brownies and do photos. It's so amazing. And everybody's cool with that, like the butt plugs and the dildos. Yeah. Nobody complains. No. I mean, if the parents found out, would they? No. It's queer sex. This is the drag queen that came in. What's her name? Uh, Alexis Bevels. Alexis Bevels. And just hung out in my classroom. And was there? Or hung out in my office. You have so much freedom, so much wiggle room. So much freedom, so much money. I mean, I mean to do stuff. Trustees are okay with that too? They don't know. They would, it's like, we. I wouldn't even like run it by them. Like, why would I run it by them? They'd be like, oh my God, that's wonderful. Like yeah. how old were the kids at with the classroom? 14, 18. They're like, how do you, how does this work? How do right. we do, like, how does this work? Right. Um, so yeah, that's a really like cool part of my job is I don't have to worry about stuff like that. So I would presume from our earlier story from Tucker Carlson that if you actually complained about Joseph Bruno, Bruno, Dean of Students at Francis Parker School, that if you actually complained, I'm guessing that Joint Base MDL, Chris Schilling, under the command of Mark Milley and Lloyd Austin, could come after you as a joint task force with the local police department our military local police department, if you dare say a word against Joseph Bruno passing around butt plugs and dildos to 14-year-olds and having a discussion about whether you spit or lube, they'll just send the military after you now. This is why it matters whether or not you mask. Because what happened was, and whether you mask, social distance, I'll start off with the minor stuff, mask, social distance, lockdown, alcohol gel. And I'm, well, I don't see any problem with just using some you know, nice little precautions to protect grandma from getting sick. When it's totalitarian, it's totalitarian. It doesn't matter what the excuses are. It doesn't matter what the rationalizations are. It's actually totalitarian. And you're like, Tom, what does this have to do with anything? Because that's what led to the fraudulent election that gave us Mark Milley. I know Mark Milley was around before, before, you know, before Biden, but he wasn't as predominant. He wasn't as powerful and would have been fired in a second term with Trump anyway if he tried to push the CRT and woke agenda he's pushing now in the military. This is why you don't comply. 
Because now if you complain about this, you're potentially looking at the military knocking on your door. Oh, that can never happen. Yeah, just like they're like forced masking and vax mandates and forced vaccine was never going to happen, right? And 60% of COVID business, businesses that closed because of COVID restrictions. Never will we open again. Oh, that will never happen. All you people who think, and I know that I'm primarily preaching to the choir, so this doesn't apply to you, it doesn't apply to you. And if it did apply to you and you've already repented, then it no longer applies to you. But if you're somebody who's like, you know what? I just, you know, I I just want to go along to get along. I don't want to cause any problem. I don't want to make any waves. Understand what a coward you really are. Understand what a coward you are when somebody tells you to mask and you simply out of compliance do it. Understand that because that's what it leads to. It's where we are at right now. Here we go. Just, it's just some good news right here. Off sub, change the subjects now. Off of a bad day for moms. Steve Malloy tweet. Bad day for ESG. Environmental social governance. I want you to think about what when you see ESG next to a stock portfolio. Environmental social justice. Uh, uh, governance. It's not just about environment, which is a hoax. Look at the net. What does the S stand for? Social So a company is being governed by environmental, social governance. In other words, you better have this many transgenders, better have this many women, better have this many Latinos, better have this many blacks, better have this many transgenders, this many gays, whatever it may be, or you will not get a high ESG score. See, you will comply whether you agree or not. And what does everybody do? Even if they don't agree, they go ahead and comply so that they can prosper in a temporal fashion. Because it'll only be temporary until they crush you. And this is what Vanguard, i.e. BlackRock, has discovered. There ain't no money in environmental social governance. There's no money in being mandated to have a man dressed as a woman and everybody has to call him woman. There's no money in it. There's no money in pretending like the the earth warming 0.1 degree is an existential threat to the world. There's no money in that, so Vanguard quits. This is huge. This is huge news. This is a huge win. And I'm not saying Vanguard is doing this out of principle or out of morality. They're doing it out of profit. There's no, there's no, there's no money in being governed in an environmental, social way. Think about how stupid that is. Oh, you know what? I'm, gonna, I, I'm, I'm mining for gold, and I would need to make sure that I'm environmentally correct and that I have enough homosexuals on my crew and enough transgenders on my crew and enough of this race and that race. And of course, God forbid any white people. There's no money in it. There's a lot of white people. You're never going to hire them? Oh, there goes the racist. Call me whatever you want. I don't care. Listen, I hate racism because God hates racism. I just, it's racism either way. You mean racist against whites too. There's plenty of racism against white people, plenty of racism against Latino people, probably more racism against Asians right now in America than anybody. So I don't want to hear, but this is big news. This is a big win for us. We need to acknowledge our wins. All right, let's focus on vaccinations. Janie Video. Now here's one of my heroes right now, former Black Rock executive. This guy is a certified freaking genius. His name is Edward Dowd. You need to find him. He's been banned off of Twitter. He'll probably be reinstated because Elon Musk has a brain, but he's been banned off of everything because he dares tells the truth. And the truth, it violates in, uh, environmental social governance. So he's been banned off of all of the companies, i.e. Facebook, Google, YouTube, used to be Twitter. 
Banned off of all of those being governed by uh, environmental social governance. Banned off of them because the truth violates their narrative. Can't have that. Violates their agenda. So now on to vaccines. The excess mortality has shifted so much, it's pretty phenomenal. Edward Dowd, play it for me. Uh, my story is pretty simple. Our story is pretty simple. Josh has done some work as well. Um, the bottom line, can I get the next slide, please? Um, the bottom line is we saw 2020 pre-vaccine and 2021 and 22 post-vaccine. There was a mixed shift from 2020 to 21 of excess mortality from old to young. So in 2020, it was mostly old people. We also saw um, a mixed shift in uh, disability starting to rise in May of 21. Um, the excess mortality has shifted so much so that it's, uh, it's pretty phenomenal what you see here in the charts before you. This is not my data, this is a society of actuaries. In 2021, in ages 25 through 64, the employed people of our nation covered under group life, they experienced a 40% excess mortality. As quoted by a CEO of an insurance company, just a 10% increase in excess mortality is a three standard deviation event or a once in a 200 year flood. So 40 is off the charts. Um, what's interesting about this is that the general overall population experienced 32% excess mortality. This group life uh, policyholder subset is much healthier in general than the overall population as done by st previous studies. They experienced mortality 30 to 40% that of the general population. So something flipped in 2021 by eight points. Let's bring it back to me. Let's look at this data from Edward Down. So excess death. Now this is not from the right-wing media. It's not right-wing conspiracy theory. For all of you that still are holding on, you're a conservative, you're a Christian, you're still thinking you're compassionate because you're a mask wearer and a vaxxer. This is not right-wing conspiracy theory. I know that most Christians these days think that the book of Revelation 13 and 14 are right-wing conspiracy theory. This is not right-wing conspiracy theory. Deaths are up. Excess deaths. In other words, in the age, let's go over 25 to 64. In the age group of 25 to 64, deaths are up 40%. That's a fact. From where? Insurance companies. Are they, are they, are they bastions of right-wing conservatism? All state? Really? Think, this, is, this, is, this is, you need to think about how cataclysmic this is. This is, this is, this is beyond once in a lifetime. This, 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 is, this is beyond once in a century. This is beyond once in 500 years. This is beyond World War II. Watch over time. Beyond it, 25 to 64-year-old deaths are up 40%. 40% since the vaccine rollout. 40%. Overall deaths are up 32%. Now, what it used to be is overall deaths would always, always you'd always have way more overall deaths by at least 8%, more than you'd have deaths in the 25 to 64. Now it's flipped. You're still having a huge, both groups have, have got, both groups, overall excess deaths from overall ages is up 32%, 25 to 64, up 40%. But now they've actually even flipped places. More people are dying from 25 to 64 in excess fashion than all other deaths. Very strange, isn't it? That concludes people 80 to a hundo. It's flipped. This is beyond abnormal. 
This is beyond cataclysmic. These are the true numbers. Oh, no, Tom, if it was that bad, we'd be hearing about it. You will be hearing about it. You will be hearing about it. And I'm going to show you more in just a minute. Steve Cortez video. Here's, here's Ron DeSantis's response to the vaccine companies. Play it for me, guys. So, you know, we are going to work uh, to hold uh, these uh, manufacturers accountable for this mRNA because they said there was no side effects and we know that there have been a lot. And so we did a study in Florida and you saw an 86% increase in cardiac related activity uh, from people 18 to 39 from mRNA shots. And so we're gonna be doing some stuff uh, to bring accountability there because I think it's just something where We wouldn't let them mandate on you in Florida. Um, you know, we said, you know, no, because like Orange County wanted to fire firefighters. Gainesville wanted to fire people. But even the corporations like Disney wanted to fire. So we said no across the board. So everybody had the ability uh, to opt out of anything they were trying to impose on you. But there are other people around the country that got forced to take this. And then what? They're not allowed to sue or get any type of recourse when this is not something that they wanted to do. Uh, so this is something that we're gonna lead on in Florida. So we're gonna have uh, probably some announcements over the next uh, three or four weeks on that. So that's how you fight back. Let me go back to those numbers. Excess deaths are up. Excess, well, excess deaths are always up because it's excess. Excess deaths are up 40% in 25 to 60. So 40% more 25 to 64 year olds are dying than normal. All other age groups are up 32%. And they flip because all others usually outpaces by 8% to 25 to 64s. And now, and now they flipped. You have more people dying at 25 to 64 than any other age group right now. And he talked about the study, Ron, Ron DeSantis, Governor DeSantis talked about the study from the Surgeon General of Florida, Joseph Ladapo, Ladapo is really how you pronounce the name. I always pronounce it wrong. Ladapo has shown an increase of 84% in cardiac conditions from 25 to 49 I mean, this is, this is cataclysmic. It's absolutely cataclysmic what's happening. It doesn't matter whether you don't like the information and it violates your narrative or it scares you because you're vaccinated. If you're vaccinated, you need to be prayed over now in Jesus' mighty name. As a matter of fact, if you're vaccinated, you want it out of your body, put your hand on the screen right now. We're going to pray. Put your hand on whatever screen. I don't care if it's a phone. I don't care. Put it on the screen right now. We're going to pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, for every single person who has their hand on the screen that wants this vaccination out of their body, we bind it from their body. We leech it, leech it out. Right now, every last ounce scintilla of it, we remove from their body. We command it to be gone in Jesus' mighty name and all the damage that it's done healed. Now, in Jesus' mighty name. And now just accept what's true. You're free. You're unvaccinated. You're free. Because this is what's happening. People are like, no, there couldn't be an excess mortality in 24, 25 to 64-year-olds of 40%, all other age, age groups, 32%. By the way, that was Edward Dowd speaking at the Senate committee headed by Ron Johnson just a day ago. This is all factual data. Absolutely irrefutable factual data. Don't believe me? Let me just read you these before I actually get to my own slides. This is a friend of mine sent me this uh, Coach F, love you. I got it from him. Tennessee, uh, Tennessee's Tamari Key out for season with blood clots and lungs. Who's that? Tennessee women's basketball senior. 
She's, a, I'm sure, really old, right? Yeah, 21. Tamara Key will miss the remainder of the 2022 season after blood clots were discovered in her lungs. Strange, because the number two women's golfer on the planet had the exact same problem. Pittsburgh Penguins. Chris Letang returns to practice 10 days after a stroke. Now, again, I'm going to poll the room here. I got four other people in the room of various age categories running from 22 to 54 in this room. Anybody ever heard of a professional girls basketball player, or, or maybe she's college, Tennessee, or a professional hockey player returning 10 days after a stroke or, be, or losing the rest of her, 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 her senior year of basketball because of blood clots in her lungs. Never, never. Listen, I, have not, I've, I haven't watched much sports in the last couple of years because I've been really boycotting a lot of it. But I can tell you, I watched tons of sports from the 70s all the way to 2020. Tons. I have never seen one of these cases ever, ever. We're a kid. These are kids. And a professional hockey player, it's a stroke. College basketball player, blood clots in their lungs out for the season. And here, here we go. Here's more. Dr. James E. Olson. You can't be 25 to 64. Excess deaths are up 40%. Overall deaths up 32%. Edward Dowd looking at insurance, uh, insurance company data. This is BlackRock, a BlackRock super genius, statistical genius, is saying that's the truth. Oh, could it be? And see, now I want you to know this has only just begun. These people have only been vaccinated for a year. This is capillary blood clotting. You must get a D-dimer test now. You don't want the vax out of your body, body and be prayed over? Then you need to go and get a, you know need to go get a D-dimer test now to see if capillary blood clotting is beginning to form in the capillary in the capillaries of your body. Jets rookie out for season with blood clots. Ever? I've never seen this. NFL New York Jets offensive tackle Matt Max Mitchell was placed on NFI non-football injured list. He's out. Out for the season for blood clots. Go to the next one for me. That marks the second major NFL football player within the past 24 hours to announce a diagnosis of blood clots with the first having had a stroke. Carolina Panthers defensive end Henry Anderson, stroke and blood clots. And then the one I just showed you, Max Mitchell with blood clots. There you go. Let's go to the next one. Here, um, Carolina Panthers defensive end. There he is. I just wanted to put faces to a name. That's a guy who's likely to get a stroke. Right here, he's likely to get a stroke from the Gateway Pundit. Absolutely not. Look at this next one. GB, uh, GB News video. Celine Dion, play it for me. From the world of showbiz, five-time Grammy winner and music icon Celine Dion has revealed a heartbreaking diagnosis that has forced her to cancel an upcoming European tour and will have devastating impacts, really, on the rest of her life and career. Look. Recently, have been diagnosed with a very rare neurological disorder called the stiff person syndrome, sometimes causing difficulties when I walk and not allowing me to use my vocal cords to sing the way I'm used to. Take care of yourselves. Be well. Of course, a Canadian citizen. I don't know 100% what her vac status is, but I'm sure that we can guess. And she has a rare neurological disorder. Well, where have we heard of that before? Well, 
the DMD, the DMED database, which is the which is the medical database for the United States military, of which Lloyd Austin is trying to erase because he's running from Thomas Rents' federal lawsuit against that. Well, they just they just stopped the forced vaccination in the military because they just. And by the way, we can rejoice in that all we want. Just so you know, it's great. You can take the wins, we can get them. But the only reason, the only way that we got that was to agree to a whole bunch of woke crap in the military, just so you know. And it's just, it, it's indefensible, so they finally had to release it. Well, in the DMD, uh, DMED database, the DMED database, which is irrefutable, indisputable evidence, there's a 1,000% increase in neurological disorders inside of our military in 2021 and 2022. Not in 2020! Yep, all of our military men and women were dying. There's hardly anybody died of COVID in the military. Hardly, I mean, statistically zero. I know that there was, but statistically zero people in the military died of COVID. But then they mandated the vaccination and neurological disorders. I'm talking about crippling neurological disorders. Went up a thousand percent, even more than that. And so I believe it's eleven hundred percent in the military, according to the DMED database, which again, this is not right wing conspiracy theorists making entries into a database. This is the military's own DMED database, their military uh, medical database. You go in, you get, you know, an aspirin. It's on the DMED if you're in the military. From start, from the moment you enlist until the moment you leave, the moment you're discharged, DMED follows you. This is irrefutable, indisputable data shows an increase in our military of 1,000% in neurological disorders, not to mention a 300 to 1,600% increase in basically all maladies, including birth, uh, including uh, spontaneous abortions, i.e. miscarriages, AIDS, myocarditis, pericarditis, pulmonary embolisms, i.e. strokes, up a minimum of 300% up to 1,600%. Why? When did this happen? Well, 300 to 16% increase in all of these, on all these sickness, all these sicknesses, illnesses, and diseases in comparison to 2021 and 2022, in comparison to 2020, 19, 18, 17, and 16. No problems at all. Sudden, just like just like Edward Dowd, twenty uh, in, excess death up twenty five to sixty four year olds forty percent. All of it only appeared when vaccine rollout, and this is why Ron DeSantis says we're going to be holding these people accountable. So Celine Dion gets a very rare neurological disorder called stiff person syndrome, and she can she can't tour this year. I just, do I hope she gets better? Listen, she's a wretched, horrible person, but I don't want anybody to be sick. I want, and I don't want anybody to die. I want everybody to be made well in Jesus' name and saved in Jesus' name. Which is why I'm so firmly against the vaccination because it's killing people and infirming people. The very reason Jesus came was to heal, was to heal us from our sin and heal us from our sicknesses, illnesses, diseases, and infirmities. All right, here's a VB video. Fully jab pilot dies in mid-flight. Play it for me. Several reports indicate that a fully jabbed air pilot died shortly after taking off from Chicago O'Hare International Airport. On Saturday, November 19th, shortly after the American Eagle Embraer 175 took off from the runway, Captain Patrick Ford passed out at the controls. While talking to an air traffic controller, Ford's voice suddenly stopped. That's according to a recording of the incident. And then the co-pilot had to step in. Watch. Ten Tower, I'm boy 3556. Can I help you? Six, uh, we need to return. Uh, Captain is incapacitated. 
Right, on by 3556, as instructed, go ahead and give me that right turn heading 040. A safe landing was accomplished by Captain Hendrickson. Ford was pronounced dead at the hospital. Not only did the pilot pass out, the pilot died mid-flight. Just it took off and had to go right, turn right back around. And luckily there was a co-pilot there to land the plane. I don't know how many people were on board. When have you ever heard of that before? That's never happened before either. All the compliant people out there. When have you ever heard of this before? You always hear the left, the globalist left say, people die all the time. When? I, I'm just I'm 54 years old. I never, I basically have never heard of a pilot dying mid-flight. Just dropping dead. For absolutely no reason, no history. No history of heart problems, no history of any sort of cardiovascular malady, nothing. Just drops dead. Here's another one. All of you have probably seen this one already. Bobby Electric video. Atlanta Hawks announcer uh, Bob Rathbun suffers sudden medical emergency on air. Play it for me. Wow. That's pretty amazing. And you, and you said it right. Poise for a kid this young, 19 years old, come out on the floor each and every night. And he feels like he's belonged. So I look for this kid to have a really good first half of the season. Wow. That's pretty amazing. And you, and you said Back it right. We don't need to show, show it twice. It play, replays it twice. Again, when have you ever seen that happen? Very strange. None of this happened prior to 2021. Not 2020. Not the epicenter of the, of the, of the, of the Black Plague 2, COVID-19, 99.9% survival virus. No, no, it never happened then. Nothing, nothing like this. They were, they, were, they were blaming myocarditis and pericarditis on COVID, which has now been completely debunked. Everything's been debunked. Everything that they're blaming on COVID, long COVID. People are getting sick over and over again. Because they have ADE, not long COVID. Here's another one, Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart reveals 11-year-old son was rushed to hospital after suspected heart attack. He went blue and grew unconscious while playing football. I've never heard, again, what, what are the odds? I don't know that a celebrity, that this would happen to a celebrity son. So how many people is it actually happening to that we never even hear about? And could Edward Dowd actually be correct about his information from insurance companies that show these giant increase, 40% increase in deaths among 25 to 64-year-olds. And overall, don't forget, the overall is up 32%. So everybody not 25 to 64 is still up 32% since the rollout of the vaccines. And this is why. This, this, is, this is the validation. I hope he, his son ends up fine. 11-year-old from a heart attack? I've, I've never even heard of that before. Let's go to the next one. Jesse Kelly tweet. And this, and this is, I want everybody to, to see big picture and we can talk about vaccines, but it's more about abortion. It's more about these people. They, they have they, they put no value in human life whatsoever. If it, if, if it will cause Bill Gates, cause Anthony Fauci who's made tens of millions of dollars since 2020 to make millions of dollars while doing their political agenda, which is to lower the earth's population and control you, leverage you into a one world commerce system. While this man right here works on quantum dot tattoo technology, which will, which will be planted into you, IE on your forehead or on your right hand. If it, if it, if it, if it, if it advances their agenda, it doesn't matter whether people die or not. Pfizer just eat the multi-billion dollar lawsuits. They're making tens of billions a month. They don't care. And, and plus, they have liability shields. As long as they keep vaccinating kids, they live with an a, the, the emergency use authorization in perpetuity. They keep the, the, they keep the uh, EUA in perpetuity as long as, they keep it, as long as they keep vaccinating juveniles. That's why you don't comply. 
Look at this. It's disturbing number of world leaders believe the earth is overpopulated. Bill Gates sends $7 billion to Africa. $7 billion to abort people. To promote abortion. So imagine being so motivated to pull a baby out of its mother's womb, piece by bloody piece, dissect it, sell its organs on the open market, and profit of it. Imagine being so, so motivated by that that you send $7 billion to Africa to promote abortion. And this is the guy telling you, and all the Christians, listen. You're like, Tom, it's not all we're watching. The- I know I'm preaching to the choir. I'm just telling you. of the worldwide evangelical church did exactly what this idiot told them to do. Exactly. Locke, or whether it's him or Fauci. Exactly what they told him. Fauci is on the Bill and Melinda Gates vaccination board. They all know each other. They all hate you. They all hate humanity. And the Christians, and they're all all hyper-leftists that Christians, if, if, if Christians were voting for these people and they had a platform, be like, I can't stand that. That they're, pro, they're pro-transgender, pro-homosexual marriage, pro-communism, pro-socialism, pro-big government, pro-abortion. They hate all that, but then take their vaccines. How does that make sense to anybody? You hate their political narrative. You hate their political ideology. You hate their theology, but then you take their vaccine. You, you hate all of that and then you put a metal rod into your bloodstream full of their clot juice? How does that make sense to anybody? I, I will never get it. And see, it's all a culture of death because it, it is the prince of the power of the air runs the world. And they are of their father, the devil, and they want to carry out their father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning. Put up the next pick for me, Will. Exclusive. Here we go, Justin Trudeau land. Canadian lawmakers looking at offering euthanasia to children are accused of telling sick kids your life isn't worth living by campaigner whose son died of cancer. Lawmaker first line lawmakers in Canada are considering whether to open medical assistance to uh, medical assistance in dying M-A-M-A-I-D to children. So they want kids. And I'll bet you this, how much you want to bet, just like with lopping off penises and locking, lopping off breasts, and they want to be able to do that without parental consent, how much, how much you want to bet that they're going to make this without parental consent? How much you want to bet? Because if they can't abort you in the womb, they'll abort you outside of the womb. Because that's who these people are. And all the Christians take their vaccines. All the Christians take their medical advice. All the Christians take their medical mandates and dictates and do them very compliantly. Although oh, we're, we're against abortion, we're against transgenderism, we're against communism, we're against socialism, uh, we're against high tax rates, we're against globalism, but then you take the globalist vaccine. The people who want to kill other people, nonstop and by the thousands. Look at this one, CTV News. More than 10,000, 10,000 Canadians received a medically assisted death. So the government, they request it, and the government comes in and kills you upon request. 10,000 Canadians in 2021 alone. 3.3% of all deaths in Canada, and 23% of their deaths, almost 3.5% of their deaths were assisted deaths. People wanted to die. That's who these people are. And the Christians line up to take their medical advice, to, take their, to do their medical mandates and dictates. The very people who are advocating for the euthanasia of all ages. Back to vaccines. 
Just to, just to lay this out to you, how big of a lie all of this has been from day one. Back to Peter McCullough. Cat A video. One more time for the people uh, down the back. This idea that a shot in the arm is going to stop something in the nose, it's never happened. It's a dreamscape. Play it for me. Because there's never been a shot in the arm that's ever stopped an infection in the nose. Ever. It's never happened before. Because the, the, two, the two compartments are too compartmentalized. The nose, it's the T-cells and IgA is the antibody. In, in the arm, it's basically IgG antibodies. But the, the two are separate. So, it's, so this idea that a shot in the arm is going to stop something in the nose, it's never happened before. It's a dreamscape. Now, if it was a nasal mist vaccine or something that went up in the nose, that's where it starts. Everyone knows that the, the swabs are taken up in the nose. That would have had half a chance. But to save America with a needle in the heavy arm when it's never, ever been done ever in history was a moonshot. But this was 10 years in the making from the U.S. military. They, they basically had sold the country that we're going to stop this in 60 days. That's what DARPA, through the uh, DOD, told the executive branch. They almost certainly did. So there's no way, again, to stop a respiratory virus using a vaccination. Why? Why? Because it endlessly mutates. There's, there is no, when there's an animal host, when it can bounce from human beings to animals, you can never, ever vaccinate against an ever-mutating animal-hosted virus. Look at the next slide. Washington Examiner tweet. Flu, flu hospitalizations are at the highest level in a decade at the start of the holiday season. Now, leave this up for me so I stay on task. A couple things with this. First of all, why would the flu rate be up? They said, you know what, when everybody masks, which by the way, watch Channel 8 News last night, I mean NBC News last night with Lester Holt, pathological leftist Democratic Party sycophant liar. Lester Holt appears to be nice. They all appear to be nice. That's, that's part of the cover. Just like those very soft-spoken cops right before they ripped the child out of the hospital room. That is the video I showed you way earlier. Very soft-spoken. Now, NBC News is reporting that the CDC is, is, is requesting what? Requesting now, dictating later, mandating later. They're requesting that everybody mask for the flu season. Masking again. Masking that it's never been proven to do one thing but harm, but carry bacterial material inside of the mask on the inside and the outside of the mask. Funguses coronaviruses on the inside and outside of the mask because of the deeply scientific viewpoint that when you exhale, you're actually supposed to exhale, not carry around that which you exhale to re-inhale. But so they're, that's, they're recommending masking again, which is why they're proffering this material. This is the worst flu rate. Hospitals are being what? Hospitals are being overrun. How many times have we heard that over the last 32 months of 15 days to flatten the curve? So, but again, then why are all these people, they said that, the flu was gone. Remember, flu was gone because everybody was masking. Well, why is it back? Why? Well, how could it be back with everybody taking these uh, these precautions? Still, plenty of people walking around with masks on. Then why in the world could there be a new record hospitalization for flus? Why would that be? Well, because of antibody dependent enhancement syndrome. People do not have the ability because they've been given they their antibodies have been turned from warriors into ushers via an mRNA vaccination that mutated their genes, mutated their antibodies, that made their, their cellular walls jagged instead of smooth, causing capillary blood clotting. That doesn't have anything to do with the flu, but ADE does, antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome, where basically you have a form of AIDS. You do not have the ability to fight off the flu because you took a COVID vaccination. That's why you're seeing it. And what are they pushing now? 
You find it on CVS's website. They're pushing an mRNA flu vaccination. It never will end until you stand up and say, do what I did. No, I will not lock down. I will not mask. I will not vax. I will not call a she a he and a he a she. I will not do those things. Period. You come to take my guns, they got lost in a canoe accident on the Mayaka River a decade ago. No, that's where it starts. Let your yes be yes and your no be no for whatever is more than these is from the evil one. Jesus speaking, Matthew chapter 5, verse 37. Love you all. Back here, 55 minutes of fury. Got a few videos coming right after this. 55 minutes of fury, Saturday night. God bless you. If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lively podcast, would you consider investing in the program? Go to TomLively.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this exclusive TLP shirt. I stand unequivocally on the word of God, on healing the Bible, prosperity the Bible, sin the Bible, everything. Protection, the Bible. Church, the Bible.